Welcome to Level Playing Field, a podcast about video games. I'm your host, Andrew Kimball, and joining me today is Dylan Wren. Hey. Aubrey Kimball. Hello. And special guest, Abby Kimball. Hi. And today, we're talking about Animal Crossing. (laughs) Before we get to that, though, I want to let everyone know that if you've got feedback or questions, email us at lpfgamespodcast at gmail.com. Also, check out our website, which is www.lpfgaming.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Level Playing Field Gaming. So let's get to it. Animal Crossing is out. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. (laughs) When this episode goes live, it will have been out for like three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) But just put yourself in the headspace that it just came out. Yeah, Yeah. we've, we've had it for... Days. I mean, at this point, 48 hours, really. We did yeah. manage to get it early. Yeah, and without dissing anyone in particular, why don't you just <laughs> tell the story of how, how that happened? We did get the word that stores were releasing copies of Animal Crossing early due to the coronavirus um, and them having limitations on how many people could be in the store and the potential fear of it selling out. They just decided we've got the copies in hand. Let's sell them. Yeah. So the, the night before it was what technically, like yeah, it was Thursday, or... uh, like seven between seven and eight ish. Yeah. That we yeah. went down there. Um, Andrew called up our local game store. We swung by, picked up Dylan and then picked up our copies and, and they would only let 10 people in the building at a time. Mm-hmm. The they had nice little boxes taped on the floor, little personal space boxes, which I feel like GameStop should just have all the time. Every yeah. store, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Um, and yeah, we, we picked our copies up early, even though, and hopefully we're not getting anyone in trouble with this, but even though we hadn't pre-ordered or anything like that, I had initially had a pre-order in with Target for this game because it came with the special edition journal, but decided to cancel it. Because it wasn't going to ship until like the 23rd. Yeah. And I was not about to wait on this game. You didn't want to be way behind all the rest of us. No. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> a, like getting a like your like journal because it was, it had like a calendar in it and everything. It's like, I don't want a calendar journal yeah. in March. Like yeah. it, it doesn't mean that much to no. me. So. so we so, posted yeah. some pictures uh, the night we got the games with our copies of the game, Aubrey got her Switch. So we have the Switch in the pictures, the boxes, the poster that we got. So we put those up on all of our socials. If you haven't seen them yet and want to go check it out, um, the hype level for this game is extremely real, mainly yeah. because of Aubrey. <laughs> and it's kind of infectious. I haven't been in, in into an Animal Crossing since the DS. I don't yeah. even remember what that one was called. Well, I think Wild that, World. I, I think that's a good place to start, too, is just like right. go around and say, what's your experience with Animal Crossing <laughs> so far? Right. So for me, I played Animal Crossing very heavily on the DS. Apparently, it was called Wild World. <laughs> and I had a town that me and a couple of my buddies, we would just like kind of pass the DS around and each play our own guy, go out, do things, build up the town. It was really fun. It's a really fun experience. Super chill game. Uh, it happened at a very like interesting time in my life too because it was we live in the south and it was right after Hurricane Katrina had come through. So it was just kind of a nice alternate 
world to kind of live in at that time. To drop yourself in, yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting that this one's coming out and I'm getting into it while we're having this whole pandemic and yeah. people are shut up indoors and stuff as a weird uh, it's, parallel there, kind of. It's kind of the perfect time. So yeah. for me, it's like I'm returning to a series that I liked, but I none of the other games I ever tried really recaptured that for me. Mm-hmm. And so I never got into another one. I didn't even have a 3DS. And for me, it's always kind of been a handheld game, so I didn't really even try, like, but they had a GameCube one. They had, did they have one on the Wii? The first one was on the GameCube, and then they did Wild World on the DS, and then City Folk on the Wii, and then they did, I think I believe New Leaf came next, and then Happy Home Designer around the same time. They did this weird sort of almost Mario Party esque thing that felt kind of like just a ploy to get you to buy the amiibos. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, With yeah. an Animal Crossing skin. Yeah, and it and did then, not get very good reviews. No, no people were yeah. not a fan of it because like, oh, my goodness, yeah. You know, another one for the console. It's so exciting. And then, yeah, now New Horizons is the latest entry in the series. So so I'm I'm coming, come, I'm kind of coming back to it is, is where I'm at with it. What about you, Dylan? Um, I have never played an Animal Crossing game. Um, I've played, I've heard about Animal Crossing from like you and Aubrey. Um, and just from being in tune with like games in general, I've heard about it, but I'd, mm-hmm. ne- I'd never really, I don't really think I've ever had like a con. Well, I mean, I had a GameCube, but I didn't, I don't, I guess I just didn't. That was before I really followed games. Right. And so yeah. I I didn't know anything about it. it also, if that was the first one, it also wasn't really that big of a yeah, thing at that point. No, yeah, like either. we never owned it. We had a friend who did own it. Yeah. Um, but other yeah. than that, we didn't experience it much. It really came into its own in a, like a mobile space like the DS. Yeah, because I, I had a 3D, I got a 3DS last year, but I haven't played anything really other than Mario or uh, Monster Hunter on it. So, um, shocking. Yeah. So this is my first experience with a Animal Crossing game. Um, I've played stardew valley and my time in portia or portia or whatever yeah, however they sure pronounce exactly it how you pronounce that. um which are supposed to be similar-esque ish to I, th- to me they don't seem that similar to the animal crossing that i've played so far but i can see why you would relate them i guess but yeah <laughs> it feels kind of like animal crossing is just the you're in a town building a house, making a farm yeah. sort of like slice of life simulator game that yeah. everything's compared to if that's his general vibe. Cause Stardew Valley seems to have way more plot than yeah. animal crossing. I think does. that when people are craving animal crossing, they're like, Oh, well this kind of <clears throat> satisfies that craving. Even, even though it's like, yeah. you said, it's not exactly the same, but it's like, Hey, this is close enough. Yeah, it it has the same sort of peaceful vibe. It has the same like um sort of not time gated in the same way because no, right. you can like sleep in some of those games to pass the time instead it's of It's not tied to the real yeah. world clock. But it it's got the same kind of vibe ish. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. So yeah, I, I heard about this game was not planning on getting it until probably about a month ago when I guess everyone was like, you need to get this game. So talked into getting it. (laughs) Exactly. So Aubrey, 
<laughs> You're the veteran here. <laughs> Evidently, yeah. Gosh. So my earliest memory of Animal Crossing is swiping your DS because you were actually like, you know, working and doing stuff post Katrina and I <laughs> just finished my schoolwork and was bored. And so I swiped your DS and booted it up and probably got you in trouble with Mr. Rossetti because I didn't know any of the rules at the time. Um, I distinctly remember talking to one of your villagers, them asking me to deliver a package and me going, I've got I have no idea where this is and actually opening the package. And then like the villager wasn't in their home. So I just dropped it on their doorstep and then like (laughs) shut the game off. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, if Mr. Rossetti made you type out, I'm a loser like five times at randomly at some point when you could have sworn that you had saved, that was me. And I'm sorry. Come back to my town and everything's on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I stole it and didn't know what I was doing. Um, but yeah, it was one of the first games I got when I got my DS Lite was Wild World, and I sunk hours into it. Playing Animal Crossing takes me way back to being that kid. Um, you know, this is a very specific memory for us, but our house got damaged after Hurricane Katrina, and so for a while while we were renovating it, we stayed in a FEMA trailer, mm-hmm. and it just pulls me right back into Late nights, audio's down kind of low. I'm on either the top bunk or the bottom bunk in that RV trailer. Specifically, KK Slider really just throws me right back into it those nights where you'd just, you'd fill your pockets up with fruit so you could listen to as many of the songs as he performed them as possible until you found one that you wanted. And then you would like eat one of the fruits and then he would give you a copy of it. Like, I don't know. This Animal Crossing wow. has such a place in my heart. Um, and then when we did get a Wii and we got City Folk, I was really the only one who really played it. I think Brayden made a character on it, but didn't do much with it. Yeah. I, I felt like the curvature of the world was really like pronounced in that one. Like, I f- yeah. it felt like Super Mario Galaxy where you're on this tiny little globe. Yeah. Like, it just kind of threw me off. Plus, kind of, plus our TV was just kind of shaped like that back then. Well, in the- yeah you know, 2008 or whenever that came out. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I kind of fell off the bandwagon, didn't pay too much attention to it until a few years after New Leaf came out and I had moved away to college and was kind of crawling the walls and craving a sense of normalcy and had money from an internship I did in the summer between semesters and just trolled eBay like my eBay account name was I just want a 3DS. <laughs> that was the only reason I made an eBay account. I was going to buy it and I ended up getting a a pink 3DS XL and it came with Paper Mario and Pokemon X and uh Animal Crossing New Leaf all for 200 bucks, which is really a steal. Yeah. Um yeah, and then I sunk hours into that because fundamentally Animal Crossing is an escape. You can drop in. It's something you feel like you have a little more control over. You feel like, um, and with the nostalgia attachment for me, it feels good. It feels normal to be back into it. And I think right now is the perfect time for this game to be coming out, especially for longtime fans or even new people that come in because it's so mellow. It's so good. Yeah. And all the, everyone you interact with is just like, chipper and chill and yeah. happy and yeah it's so, nice looking out for you and then yeah i bought happy home designer and that's like half a game but they in they 
ported some of the ideas that they built into Happy Home Designer through an update into New Leaf, which is now introduced in New Horizon. Like the way that you can decorate your home now in New Horizons is from Happy Home Designer. Now, while we're still on you and your history with the series as the super fan, yes. why don't you talk about the Switch a little bit? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was that was a process. So I had held off on getting a Switch until they announced the date for the new Animal Crossing game. I had seen the promos for it in the direct where it's like Tom Nook and he's typing away on his computer and is like working very hard for you and you, you know, come back. So I'd held off on getting a Switch until then, waiting kind of for a Black Friday deal because a year ago I got my PlayStation 4 on a Black Friday deal. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, maybe Nintendo will do something similar. And they did, but it was with the older generation of Switches with the poor battery life. And finally I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to get it. So I bought a Switch and a handful of games with it and was playing it and enjoying it. And then early February, they announced <laughs> a special edition Switch. And I went, well, <laughs> like I have to buy it. I think I had seen it and was like, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, no. And then three hours later, you sent me like a link to it from some IGN article. And I was right. like, Yeah. Yeah, Nintendo owns my ass. I'm spending. <laughs> I'm giving them another three hundred dollars. Yeah, like I saw it, and I was like, "Man, that is a nice switch." And I entertained the idea of maybe getting one or, or figuring out a way to trade mine in and get that one cheaper or something. But I was like, "No, I don't need it. It's not realistic." But it is a really good looking switch. <laughs> it's so pretty, and I love, I love the colors of the Joy Cons. I love the little engravings on the back. I love the fact that the little things that you slip onto the joy cons like the back of the joy cons are white and the little things you slip on are like white and it's got tom nook and timmy and tommy on the actual like base of it and yeah so that being (laughs) said as i'm sort of waffling back and forth but also going yeah i'm gonna buy one i waited a couple weeks after the announcement to pre-order and then i went to pre-order and it was sold out everywhere Like nobody had it. So I started following a Twitter account called uh, AC Pocket Camp News because originally they were an Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, which was kind of like Pokemon Go, but for Animal Crossing very, very, very loosely. Yeah. But there is an Animal Crossing mobile game on the phone on on iOS. So I started following them. I put up tweet notifications. And like every time I would check... There would be a post from four hours ago. Pre-orders are available at Target. Get them now. And by the time I would scroll through and check, there would be like a quote tweet from three hours ago. It's like, it's sold out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he went and checked and it was actually like a 15 minute window. And there were already people on eBay posting at a markup like a $500 in Animal Crossing Switch pre-order. And that's just for the Switch? Just the Switch. That's not with the game. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. I mean, a total dick move. Like, it really annoyed me. So I thought I would be clever and have this little moment where I would have faith in humanity. And I went into my local GameStop and talked to a fella who at the time was not a manager. And I shouted him out several weeks ago on how I was hoping he would come through for me on the Switch. I spoke to him and he said that that pre-orders were sold out, 
but they should be getting physical copies, which is what I asked him. I said, are you going to be getting physical copies on day of launch? And they said, yes. And then he offered, before I could ask, he offered, give me your name and number. I'll call you when they come in and you can place a 48-hour hold and come in and pick it up. That's so nice of him. Wonderful. I was like, oh, <laughs> thank you. That's great. So I can I tell came, by the way you're talking that this story will have a happy ending. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I got my switch. And I saw moments where it was available again on walmart.com and I could have pre-ordered it then. It was available on Amazon. I could have pre-ordered it then. Two weeks ago when the new Pokemon game dropped, I went in to pick it up and spoke to him again. And at this point, he had been promoted to manager. And I spoke to him again and he mentioned it. Yeah, anyway, a couple days later, you sent me a screenshot of a message that he sent you because you know him personally, mm-hmm. where he said, and I have the screenshots, hey, lost your sister's number. She came to the shop. Tell her if she comes in at 10 a.m., I will hold on to a unit for her. Have the screenshots. Whether he was supposed to do that or not, whether that it was against game store policy, GameStop policy or not, that is what he said to me. So I left work, went to my local GameStop, and at 10 a.m., I walked through those doors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying so hard to, like, be civil and not say something I don't really mean. But suffice to say, other people had gotten there earlier, and he had sold it. The two extra units that he had gotten to them. Mm -hmm. And he tried to, I guess console me or help me and be like, yeah, I know this other location also only got two units. And so they're probably sold out too. Like, thank you. That's very helpful. (laughs) So I went to the nearby Walmart. They hadn't even gotten any units in. Uh, Thankfully it was a slow day at work. And so I was able to just keep checking that AC pocket camp news, Twitter account. And when they had one come up on Amazon, followed the link, it was only $300. It was from amazon.com. Like it was at price. So I went ahead with it. Like I pulled the trigger. I was like, if this is a scam, well, here we go. And then, yeah, a few days later, my switch comes in. I have it. It's beautiful. Zach is dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) So do you feel better now that you've got that out in the open and and everyone, including possibly Zach, can hear it? Uh, You feel good now that you got that off your chest? A little bit. I do just want to say if it was against store policy and you couldn't promise that to me, Don't promise it. And don't do it to other people other than me. Just say, I'm sorry, it's against store policy. If they pitch a fit about you abiding by what your corporate demands that you do, they're a little and you don't need to worry about their opinion. (laughs) Don't tell me you're going to do something for me and not follow through. But again, all of that being said, I bear no ill will. I will likely shop from this GameStop again because it is a convenient location, but I will expect nothing from this man (laughs) ever again. Just to bring it back around, when I asked you about the Switch, I meant more like the design of it and <laughs> how it looks. And you didn't mean to open up that can. I mean, I kind of knew, that. You knew we, that was coming. We couldn't do this episode without that coming out. That so coming we might out. Yeah. As well. it is. It is a beautiful Switch. It does have the extended battery life, which is very nice. It lasts up to about nine hours. I haven't really timed it or tested it out or anything. We did go through the process of transferring everything from my previous switch to my new switch, which I hadn't done before. And thankfully that has gone beautifully. Yeah, it worked pretty well. All of my information has transferred. And then, yeah. What do you do for that? You just put it all on the SD card? 
I saved everything to an SD card and then, yeah, I just logged back into my profile and everything that I bought on the eShop re-downloaded because it was saved to my okay. Nintendo profile. And then, yeah, I gave my previous one to Abby and you bought her Animal Crossing and now it's kind of her first foray into a yeah, game so like this. Abby, we've Hi. given our stories <laughs> and some stories were longer than others. <laughs> What's your history with Animal Crossing and gaming as a whole well um i don't have any history with animal crossing except for what you and aubrey have talked about you know what i know from y'all and gaming as a whole i don't do that (laughs) at all (laughs) um the only game that i can actually say i'm good at and i will play on the regular is tetris yeah, and but, she's really good at it. She is, yeah, she's really good at Tetris. <laughs> um No, I don't I don't really play video games. I don't really I don't really think it's that fun. But Animal Crossing has been pretty entertaining, I do have to say. I was kind of skeptical because they were talking it up a lot and I wasn't really like that interested in it but then Aubrey was so gracious and gave me a late birthday present which was a switch and then my lovely husband decided to buy an extra game and not share he didn't want to share games so well no he bought me my own (laughs) I didn't know that I was gonna make you play on my island if we only had one switch but well yeah since you have a switch you might as well have your own and I mean, since you've gotten that Switch, you've been playing almost every evening. So I think now that you have your own console, you might be a little bit more into gaming than you want to admit. Yeah. And I think because it is like handheld, it's easier to just like pick it up and, you know, play whenever and not be like, okay, yeah, give me the TV. It's mm-hmm. my turn to play my game. Plus the Switch is just, yeah, you you power it up and you're in your game almost instantly. Yeah. Whereas the consoles, I mean, they're better than they were, but it's still a little bit of a, it's a little time process consuming to get to, it all kind of rolling and yeah. commit to it. But yeah. But even before Animal Crossing and having your own Switch, like you would still go, hey, let's play some Mario Party. Like, yeah. You enjoy Mario Party. I feel Mario like Nintendo, Kart. Mario Kart. Nintendo's yeah. a good fit for you. Yeah, I really Jackbox do. Games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't get her to play Rock Band with us. I'm not the biggest fan of rock band, no. But I really, I'm, I'm. They say opposites. Hey, she'll sing some Kenny Loggins. She sings some Kenny Loggins with a couple drinks in her. Yes, well, I mean, but it's very entertaining for me to just watch all of y'all play those kind of games and just sit back. But my favorite games, probably on the Switch, are like Lego games. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And we have Marvel too, but uh, the Animal Crossing game, I haven't quite put as many hours in as the rest of y'all have because I just have been very busy since, what day was that? Friday? Thursday Thursday night. night. (laughs) (laughs) I've been been busy, so I haven't been able to put as many hours in as them, but it is really fun. I do enjoy it so far. Let's dive into like our first impressions, first thoughts on the game. What uh, what we've been doing in it, what we like, what just whatever, what comes what comes to mind. As why don't you go first as the veteran because you, <laughs> you haven't talked enough on this episode yet. But right, like I'm totally not going to dominate this episode at all. Um, no, it's like I'm, Caleb with movies. I know, gosh, <laughs> can't be helped. 
I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm having a fun time. I'm excited to unlock more of the features because Animal Crossing is played with real time. You do really have to wait overnight for things to be developed for your island to come along. And I will say on that note, because I put it out there when we all decided we were going to get it and kind of play it all together for the first, you know, at least the first night. And we've played it together more than that, but, and talk about it on the podcast because going forward, we're going to do kind of like some town check-in segments here and there, mm-hmm. but we decided, <laughs> I, I'll say we decided <laughs> we're not going to time travel. We're not going to push the clock ahead, cheat the system. We're just playing it as it is, as it's meant to be played, taking our time, that kind of thing. So yeah, trying to have that it, always I'd, comes up when, especially when like seasoned Animal Crossing players, like when when Animal Crossing is talked about, there's like two camps: the people that play it just as it is, and then the people who they think that the a mechanic of the game is to manipulate the clock. Yeah, and you the pocket can camp. fast forward the <laughs> clock. You can you can manipulate the time settings on your device. It was way more prevalent in with like a DS or something, but you can manipulate the time settings and. Like set your time way forward. That was something we did on Wild World. Um, there was this device called the Action Replay Chip, which was a way to basically mod Nintendo games. You could download mods off of certain sites and then plug that in. And so there was one where you could turn all of your weeds into bags of 49,000 bells. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we, would, we would skip the clock forward a year, do that cheat, get a sh- crap ton of money. And then set like the clock back. But it's also a way like if you want to fast forward, because there are special events in Animal Crossing. So there is a Christmas time event. You get special perks on your birthday. There's a New Year's Eve event. There are there's like a festival event and stuff like that. So But in this game, those events are tied to patches. So you can manipulate your clock and go to Christmas. It's just gonna be snowy. Yeah. yeah. Until it's they actually put anything. the event in the game. Mm. But back in the day, yeah, everything was on the cart. Like mm-hmm. there were no patches or anything so, like that. So. so you couldn't manipulate the time. I did that some. Definitely on Wild World, because I played it so much, it got to the point where it's like, okay, well, I'll start manipulating gameplay within what I can do. But there are some people who like hack their games and like in New Leaf where you did not have the capability to do stuff, they would have like bamboo set way closer together than it could naturally grow or flowers stacked on or like they would there are some people who will heavily modify their towns and Mm -hmm. i do want to point out that i'm i was never that player i don't think it's wrong at all you play the game however you want to play the game but i like i'm not even someone who really changes the layout of their town because i do like the organic experience of you are here experiencing this place for the sake of experiencing it, not to manipulate it and change it. So even in New Leaf where you could place more bridges, put in public works projects and really make the town your own, I was still like, these are where the trees are and I'm going to work around that. <laughs> like maybe I'll plant an orchard, but that's just over here in this empty space where nobody's living kind of a thing. Right. So Dylan, what do you think of it so far? Um, I mean, so far it's it's been fun. I've enjoyed my time in it. I don't know if that's more so a time and place thing, right? Because um, we're all like quarantined. Or, <laughs> um, you know, don't leave unless you have to. Yeah, um, 
or you know i i do think it's an enjoyable game i do like it it is weird as someone who has no background in animal mm-hmm. crossing to come in and this is a very like nintendo being nintendo weird <laughs> game um, very true sure. <laughs> like the just the garbled like speaking of the animals was like yeah it was a little bit like oh okay that's oh that's everything that's gonna talk (laughs) to me that way okay yeah in the Uh, ds version i did turn that off yeah (laughs) um and then like the waiting thing like initially annoys me but like i understand why too like i guess it's just weird to not have any way to just go in and be like I want the museum now. Like, <laughs> right, I, like I even if you have and, to pay for it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like your mechanic is to wait. <laughs> yeah. You're, it's like, you have to wait until 5 a.m. and then, then it will be there. Um, as the, like, the more I've played, the more that I've kind of come to appreciate that. Like, cause it is, I guess, kind of nice where in this day and age of us not having a ton of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have more time than we've had probably now that we've Yeah, but just are, in general. But in general, yeah. like as as an adult with a job and I'm going to school, like I don't have a ton of time to sit down and do things. I do kind of appreciate that it's like if I just had an hour or two to go in and play, like I could get enough done that I would progress it to that next like gate. Mm-hmm. And right. um, you know, I like as of right now, I've paid off like my initial moving fees and my house loan and stuff. And so like I have had a little bit more time recently to kind of do some of this stuff. But like if I hadn't had that, like it wouldn't really prevent me like my limited time would not prevent me from being able to like get the most out of the game even with just a couple of hours to play a day or something like that yeah like it doesn't take that long to reach the next kind of stage yeah but you could also play it all day long and just farm or Mm -hmm. or fish or whatever and just kind of and (laughs) still find stuff to do yeah but you kind of run out of like the important stuff exactly pretty quick which can be a blessing like you're saying or yeah it can kind of be annoying yeah and, and as of right now it's still new enough that i don't mind just running around and like trying to fish up new fish and mm-hmm. trying to and i like... think i think that's why this one in particular <clears throat> has such a slow start is mm-hmm. because they know there's going to be a lot of new people coming in with the switch yeah and so there's a lot of people that are just going to be like oh i can fish Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go do that for a few hours, or oh, I can pull all these weeds up. Let me clean up my town, or yeah. oh, a different dialogue for you know talking to my people. Let me check that out. And so, it gives you a lot of that just time to just go explore and learn the game before mm-hmm. it starts throwing all these different layers and like, oh, you can also change your floor and your wallpaper and yeah. you upgrade your house and you can plant different fruit and you can do this and that. Mm-hmm. And if they threw all that at you at once, it might be kind of overwhelming for new players. Whereas yeah. someone like Aubrey, she's kind of like just tapping her foot waiting for the next day to come. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, kind of yes and no. I am enjoying this lower start. That was something like I've thought about and I am grateful for in New Horizons specifically is the fact that you can move your house. Yes. And you can move your shops and you can move your museum. Like once upon a time, if you placed that, it was there. You could not change it. Like there were certain structures that you could not destroy. And that was, 
I'm I'm a commitment phobe. I got issues. And so <laughs> Aubrey's really open up on this episode. I'm I'm on my second Moscow mule. We don't drink um, every time we record. <laughs> just hmm. when we record at night. <laughs> so um but that is something that's really cool and I think it is good for new people to this game is the idea that Nothing is super permanent, which takes a lot of the pressure off. So even though like right now where my museum is going to be is not my ideal location. Right. I'm okay with it. And I feel good progressing the story because or story, quote unquote, progressing, progressing the, the game. The game, yeah. Because I know I can move it to a better location at some point, at some hopefully point, soon. Right. Yeah, that's what I kept telling Abby was like, you don't have to, there's no, you're, you can't do anything wrong. Yeah. You're not going to mess anything up. You can just, just play it. Yeah, but I don't believe that. So (laughs) that's what takes me so long. And that's why all of y'all already have houses and I'm still in my tent. (laughs) But that's fine. You you could be in your tent for the next six months as long uh, as you're still in your tent. No, I just upgraded to my house. Thank you very much. Right before we started recording. What color did you make your roof? Black. (laughs) What about you, Dylan? Mine was red. Aubrey. Aqua. So we all have different colored roofs. Mine's blue. Really? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Abby's going for that realism when she steps out of her house and talks to a goat she wants her house to look real exactly (laughs) you're gonna love when that house pops up tomorrow and you have all that space I'm very excited it does feel really good well and and it is nice too because what I like about Animal Crossing is like I've done this stuff like I'm waiting for the shop to be built and I'm waiting for the museum to be built but also that just makes me feel really okay with, okay, I'm going to take the time to start building furniture now, mm-hmm. which is a new thing in New Horizons. I feel like if you're interested in Animal Crossing, like you are aware of a lot of the new things going on with Animal Crossing, but in New Horizons, they introduced the crafting mechanic where you can build your equipment and it has durability. No, I just assumed that it had been in all of them. Mm-mm. No, you used to in- just get a tool. Yeah, oh. in previous you games it. you get them. Now the shovel could break if you hit rocks too frequently and the axe would break. Mm. If you cut down too many trees, it would eventually break and fall apart until you got the golden axe. In yeah. all of them? Yeah. Huh. Wild World on, at least as far as I've been aware, the axe could break. Um, so yeah. So let's let's talk about our starting villagers. I feel like Aubrey's getting real like deep with this game, but let's kind of talk about something a little more fun. What what starting v- villagers did you have, Dylan? You start with two. I have an elephant named Axel who is super into working out. And in Andrew's words, man, it seems like he's on cocaine or something. Yeah. He does um, look like he's, he's like super coked excited. out all the time. He does have this huge smile that's kind of creepy on his face. And when he like when I went to your village and he saw me and I talked to him. He like in all caps, real big letters was like, Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> like the screen shook. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a weird one. And then I've got a rabbit named Mira. And, and I think you have the same rabbit. Oh, I have the same rabbit. Okay. And like She's the superhero cool. outfit or whatever. Rude. Why do we both have the same character? <laughs> and we all f- three of us at this table got cherries too in our towns. Yeah. Well, I did not. I got oranges. So that's nice. Yeah, so who are your, special. who are your villagers, Aubrey? <clears throat> I have a horse named Renee. <laughs> you have to say Renee. <laughs> <laughs> it is spelled like that. Uh, R E N E I G H. Um, 
And then I have a bird named Sparrow, S-P-A-R-R-O, and he is he's a workout bird. I think Renee is I feel like everybody got a workout character. Maybe. Renee, I think, is like the snooty character, but they've kind of rewritten it to make it not quite so an abrasive personality that it's hard for me to really like. So far, she hasn't called me ugly yet, so I don't feel like she's truly a snooty character. <laughs> well, you know, in 2020, they may have kind of changed some of the... Yeah, like, I feel like there have been some changes made. Like, I don't find the workout ones as quite annoying now. I've yeah. always been partial to, like, the normal villagers. What If you remember it, ones. what is their, like, I don't know, their sign-off? I don't know what to call it. They always, like, end their sentences with, like, a little word or something. You know, oh, I don't remember mine at all. Do you remember yours, Dylan? Uh, one of the rabbit for me is definitely Cottontail. I says Cottontail oh, yeah. at the end. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what Axel says. The the elephant, I don't know for sure what he does. So you also have the rabbit, Abby. I do. What's I your have other the character? superhero that's a bunny, or a bunny that's a superhero, and then the other one is a hippie lion. Oh, hippie lion. Yes. What do you remember its name? No, I'm I don't to remember. Mott. Yes. Yes. Do you like like what, the applesauce? Have you kind of figured out what kind of attitude it has? Oh, like he doesn't care. He's like a hippie, He's super chill flower oh, child. Gotcha. So it's probably like a <laughs> like lazy he wanted, personality. Yeah, he wanted his tent somewhere where he could be one with nature. Uh, so he's by a waterfall. So do you remember <laughs> what he like says at the end of his sentences? Not at all. So for me, I got a goat. Oh, what was its name? It's a goat in a sweater. <laughs> and they are similar to to your like hippie one, but not instead of wanting to be close to nature, they're just like real indecisive. That character, I, I'm not even sure if it's a if it's male or female at this point. I think it may be the normal personality, which is the quieter, shyer, sweeter one. Maybe because they were like. I don't, I'm like kind of basically, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know where I want to put my tent. Can you help me? Whereas some of the other ones, you know, had criteria and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And they say kidders oh. at the end. And it drives <laughs> me insane. So if I get the chance to change it, I will. And if I don't, I'm going to get them off my island. <laughs> I don't Aww. dislike them as a character, honestly. It's just seeing the word kidders at the like end of every dialogue just, it, it's like uh, visual nails on a chalkboard <laughs> to me. Yeah. And then I have a hamster that is also <laughs> the workout personality, and it's hilarious because it's, it's this short and fat, short, squatty little hamster that's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just, you know, getting my pump on kind of thing, just like pumping iron over here. <laughs> it's like, I love to work out by the sea. It really, you know, yeah, it's just, great for leg day. I was running laps on <laughs> the beach kind of like... thing. Running laps around the island. Yeah, and it's this squatty little hamster. And they say hammy, uh, which is not <laughs> like as... Like hamstrings. Yeah, not as abrasive as kidders, so... Well, their name yeah. is Hamlet, right? Yeah, Hamlet the Hamlet the hamster that says hammy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a theme. I do have a gorilla, a... Ram slash lamb uh -huh. and a like canary or something too. that's like on the way. Wow, um, you've been putting in work today. Well, you went yeah, island hopping. I went island hopping. So I invited like three of them over to my island. We'll talk about that because 
I have not hopped at all. Aubrey, you, I know you had hopped once. I went yeah. to a few different, I've gone to a few different islands. Yeah, so you get, like, one of the things that once you get the museum and stuff is they want to start upgrading, like, the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They want to build, like, a, an actual shop. And to do that, you need, like, 30 of each kind of wood and then 30 iron nuggets. Which is a lot. Um, which is a lot of iron Like, 30... I, 30 of each kind of wood you can easily get just right. on your own island. But usually you can only get maybe like 10, 10, to 15. 10 to 15 nuggets. So you have to go, you can go around to some other islands just to kind of collect resources. And usually there's another character that's on them just kind of hanging out. And if you want to invite them to your town, you can. Yeah. So this game introduced Nook Miles aside from just the bells as a mm. way to purchase things. Which New Leaf did have something kind of similar that was patched in later on from the cat machine, which is basically an achievement-based currency. And so you can use the Nook Biles to buy like a Nook touring ticket ticket or something like that. And then you can take that to your airport, which is run by two Dodos, which I love. Or Villain Wilbur. Yeah, after the Wright brothers. Um, (laughs) And then you can fly to a random island, which will either have the same fruit or a different fruit from your original island, which is a good way to... Find new fruit. Yeah, Yeah. to bulk out your fruit collection. I brought peaches to everybody here. He was like our peach Santa Claus. We're very (laughs) grateful. And then, yeah, once you're on those islands... There is another villager that's there that you can talk to and invite to your town. So I've invited a zebra <laughs> named Savannah to come to my town. Yeah. There was like a lion or a gorilla or something on one island, and I just didn't like their aesthetic. So, so I said hi, but I didn't invite. That's what them. I was about to, to ask you, Dylan, Is I accidentally invited the gorilla. I wasn't really a huge fan of the aesthetic. <laughs> right. I, I talked to it like twice. And <laughs> didn't you text me and you're like, "Is there a negative consequence to someone coming to your island?" Yes. Um, like, just you have to put up with them if they and eventually come. they can leave. Well, and so that's that's what I'm curious about because like. Aubrey, I guess, was saying something the other night of like, yeah, like you can go to Tom Nook and say like, I'm having trouble with this resident and yes. they'll get kicked off. That's, and that's, I was like, I don't want to kick them off. I want them to like get homesick and decide of their leave. own free will to leave. <laughs> like it's time to go. Like I'm, I'm fine mm-hmm. making the decision that they need to go, but I want the game to tell me they decided to do so that. So this gorilla is going to be there forever is what I'm hearing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's sort of a concept that they, again, introduced in New Leaf and expanded upon in in New Horizons. In New Leaf, someone would come to you and go, hey, you know, I'm thinking it's time for me to push on. It's time for me to go. And you could either be like, no, don't go or see you later, you know, Godspeed. Um, Whereas in this one, once my understanding is once you eventually set up your town center and get that squared and Isabel eventually comes to join you on your island, you can talk to her and go, hey, I'm having trouble with this resident. And that can maybe prompt them to go. So will they still maybe decide to leave on their own and you can try to keep them there? Is that possibly? I don't know. I don't I know that I it's, haven't gotten yeah, that far yet. True. You know, these are all just rumors that I picked up on, but but yes, it is something. And if you ignore a villager long enough, eventually they'll be like, "Okay, it's time for me to go." In Wild World, it used to be you just randomly walk into their house and all their stuff was packed up and you're oh. like, "Whoa, what the f-? Hold on, like you can't go yet." <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to convince them to stay like you talk to them and be and they'd be like yeah it's time for me to go and you're like no don't go and they're like no my mind's made up i'm going then you have to talk to them again until they were eventually like well maybe i'll stay 
and then just leave them alone for the rest of the day. Because if you talk to them and say, no, my mind's made up again, like they move out and they're gone. Oh. So you went to how many islands? I went to three. So you get one free ticket. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. And then, and you get, I forget what you get it for, but you get one free ticket and then I purchased two more tickets for 2000 And then you get it once you eventually pay off your initial like cost of moving to the island with uh, Tom okay. Nook, which is only 5,000 Nook miles, which you yeah, that get was just like by playing the game. An hour. That was not much time at all. You went to three islands. Abby's making a face. <laughs> She's on day like two and a um, half. Yeah, I'm on day two and a half and I didn't get my 5,000 miles until like last night oh. at 10 30 <laughs> and you have three villagers coming to your village yes so basically he, you're like oh there's a person here come to my village well, <laughs> so actually he's got three people that he's invited but you can talk to talk to tom nook and he will tell you hey i've got these three people who have expressed interest in coming to this island what do you think do you want them to come oh and so you can vet them again and say i want this person they can come. Dylan's learning Maybe a lot. So Even as we record, he's learning. Well, look, okay. We got this game, and I didn't know not to eat the pears <laughs> that I was sent in the mail. I, his I mom sent him pears, and he ate them and yes. broke all of his rocks. I broke all my rocks. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't know because I ate the pears. So then when I hit the two rocks, they broke. <laughs> Um, so you couldn't so I beat them again for more Yeah, materials. which is why I had to go to so many freaking islands <laughs> to get my iron nuggets because I only have one rock on my island <laughs> because it's the only one that's not broken. They don't spawn more rocks. They, they're so, so far they have not. They oh, did spawn well. me one more rock um, today, but it Dylan was hulked out on the rock. Yeah, well, I didn't like because he ate the, the game, pears he was supposed to plant. Well, the game like, like you got the pears in the mail, and the game was like, "Hey, you should try eating." And I was like, okay, this is a tutorial. Why not? And it didn't really like, it's a Nintendo game. That's, so it didn't explain So it didn't anything. really, it wasn't like, this is what will happen if you eat. It was just kind of like some vague stuff of like, you might find you have some extra strength. Like, hey, <laughs> And so out. like, I went around and I like chopped a tree. I was like, oh, maybe this will like knock the tree down. And it didn't do anything. Like you still, the tree just stood there. I don't, I think I could cut it down if I had a better ax, but so I didn't think anything of it when I hit the rocks, and this is my first Animal Crossing game, so I didn't know. I just thought the rocks broke. I don't know. So, but see, that's that's <laughs> part of it. Like in in some ways, I'm glad that you have like Aubrey to kind of help you along. But yeah. in, in other ways, that's how you're, that's what you're that's how you're supposed to play. You're supposed yeah, to just kind of that, poke crossing. around the island and figure out how things yeah. work and what what this does, what this does, because there's and even though you broke your rocks, it didn't. It's not no, gonna do it didn't anything. Set me back it's not or... gonna hurt you. Yeah. It's just it's just something that happened and a story you can tell, you know? Yeah. That is so. anything about Animal Crossing. It's it's not like there's horrible consequences for anything. You can't no. die. There's no way to lose the game or fail. It's yeah. just is your town covered in weeds or is it not? Like I mean <laughs> Like have you have you chopped down all of your trees? Well it's gonna be a pain in the butt to buy up enough trees to replant your island when you decide you want trees. But that's still something you could yeah, do. You can do that. Like you can come back from anything, which is I don't know. It's nice. I, yeah, I enjoy a game that's not punishing. Yeah, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I like to have a good time when I play video games. It's it, yeah. It's kind of funny you bring that up because I'm really enjoying Animal Crossing and I've been digging it and loving our time, especially kind of playing through it these early stages as like a group. But 
I am so hooked on Bloodborne right now too. And I've been like (laughs) playing that and like going through that and stuff. So it's like the two polar opposite experience. Like everybody's comparing Doom and Animal Crossing right now because they launched on the same day. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's Bloodborne and Animal Crossing. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, yeah, it's like you get stressed out and frustrated and Bloodborne, oh, we'll just go freaking water some Water your plants and, you know, check on your coconut Build a bonfire. See how that's coming along. It's wonderful. Gaming is wonderful. <laughs> it is. So do you guys have anything else that you want to throw out there about kind of the early days of Animal Crossing? Because we are going to revisit it as our towns grow and as we learn more stuff, we're going to do kind of some town check-in segments. Uh, but for the sake of time, it's a good place to kind of wrap it up here. So if you, if you got anything else, now's the time to get it out there. Well, I would say... If anybody's listening to this and is looking for a mellow time or a way to chill out and just for a couple hours every night in a world where there's nothing bearing down on you, there are no huge consequences, there are no deadlines for anything, it just feels good to play. Like it's nice. And as Dylan was saying earlier, you can get a sense of accomplishment within a couple hours. And just stay in there and figure stuff out and poke around and have a good time or pull out and go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Which is something really nice as an adult gamer. But then also like with Abby, you can introduce new people to it because it's not a super punishing gameplay. They're just maybe moving a little bit slower than someone who's a little more experienced. And that's okay. Like, that's just their Animal Crossing experience. Yeah, I'm and like, it's wonderful. I'm like trying to figure out how to pick things up. And Aubrey's like, look at my tent. And I'm like, I don't even... <laughs> Wait, you have a tent? Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> How does this even happen? <laughs> I didn't play around with the custom designs much, but I've already bought all the available like hairstyles and I made myself a custom dress and hat. <laughs> and I'm just over here looking like a we character you know <laughs> yeah. started from the bottom <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just a good time and it's super inviting and i really encourage anybody especially if you've got someone in your life who's not a huge gamer this is a good thing to introduce them to because it's not punishing and they won't feel punished by the game if they yeah. haven't done much with it it's anyway. a great great yeah. entry point yeah because you don't really get stuck like you know some games you get stuck and you have to like figure out what you're supposed to be doing i mean Animal Crossing, you can get stuck whenever you're trying to get something done, like you need iron or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have the right tool. Mm-hmm. But you can also like bypass it and go do something for a little while and then come back to it because mm-hmm. yeah. there's no like yeah, I mean, rules. So you're not, <laughs> wonderful you're not sandbox like in game. a specific mission with this specific goal to do yeah. this specific thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can just and, quit and go fishing and for two hours. And it's a great hours. game to introduce <laughs> to, your, to your kids too. Like if you've got seven eight nine year old like this is a good game to introduce them to they can poke them around play around you may pull your hair out watching them play it as they miss fish after fish after fish after fish but eventually they'll get good yeah. me on thursday night <laughs> yeah, that's how I watching my wife play but, you know. but you know, and, and it's you just you learn you play and there's no dramatic consequences and it's nothing hostile that's going to drive simone away from gaming like it's Except it's a spiders. real good time the spiders hostile. i saw i have not even seen one yet for me the wasps are oh well, yeah, yeah i've gotten they're, stung four times aggro, since thursday night <laughs> immediately like i saw a tweet and it was like a gif or a little short video of someone like trying to sneak up to the tarantula to catch it and the yeah. tarantula like turned around and bit him and stuff and the the caption was this is the dark souls of nintendo games <laughs> <laughs> yeah um 
I feel like the the last little thing that I'll add is just um, like the online has been cool, but also very weird in Nintendo. Yes, like, yeah, for sure. We did it, or I did it for the first time on Friday night, and it was just so bizarre. Like I didn't realize when I was flying to the town that it was making everyone else in the town <laughs> wait wait for me to get there. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't realize that it like I'm used to, you know, playing GTA where I'm just like in just G, in, like yeah. San Andreas and mm-hmm. um like when Andrew gets on, it's just like he loads in. Like yeah, it's not is, a boom. it doesn't pull me out and make me watch him like <laughs> fly, fly into in San Andreas yeah. <laughs> or Los Santos or whatever. Um and then um I have heard that if like you're all playing on the same Switch, like I, I can't speak to this because I'm the only one playing it on my Switch. But I have heard that if you're sharing a Switch, you also share all the resources and tutorials. So mm-hmm. if you only have a single Switch and want to share it with a significant other or a kid, just be aware that if you go out and steal days. all of the wood and all of the rocks and all of the berries and they then load in later, they will have none of that and will just be able to like sit, fish, fish, fish. Yeah. walk around yeah. in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> you, like you can't pick up stuff that someone else has put down. You can only move it. Um, yeah, that is kind of a, a failing of the Animal Crossing games as far as local multiplayer goes on the same system. Yeah. You and can have other people play it, but it is not as fulfilling an experience for the second person to make a profile on it yeah. as it is the first person. Yeah, and and I think it could work. It's just say, if be you have aware. Like common goals and you're like, all right, yeah. we're going to work together and share everything. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But yeah, if you make it with your kid or something. Yeah, or if you're trying to like introduce, like if you had tried to introduce Abby to Animal Crossing and you had played first and then she went in and it didn't give her any tutorials and all of the resources were gone. Yeah. That would be a pretty crummy way. What am I supposed to (laughs) do? I'll be walking around in circles because I'll be like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And of course, he'd probably be at work while I'm trying to do this. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I think it's manageable and maybe they'll, Mm. like, patch some things now that we live in an age of being able to patch some things. Um, But... Just if this is like if you're listening to this and you've recently gotten Animal Crossing like a month late, um, <laughs> then, I mean, people are going to be buying this game for the next yeah forever. Mm-hmm. Um, just be aware, like if this is if you're planning on sharing it on a system, do some research on like what what that means so that you can have the best experience in your mm-hmm. world. So cool. Well, with that, let's move into the Game Pass report. Dylan, okay. what have you got for us this week? Um, so the Game Pass report that we're going to talk about today is kind of timely, seeing as how it's the end of the world and everything. Um, and this one is World War Z. <laughs> world War um, Z. Yes. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. Well, <laughs> yes. You know, virus mutates a few more times. We'll see. But oh God. <laughs> three weeks uh, when this episode drops. Yeah. Surviving people listening to it are like, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies are real. will save us all. Um, but so this game is currently available. I don't know if it will be available. 
it may be one of the ones that's leaving actually now that i feel i don't think so yeah i don't remember i saw the Um, list and i don't think it was on there okay but hopefully it's still on there because it is actually a really good game i think um so it's very reminiscent of the old school like left for dead type of game um Left 4 Dead was first person, whereas this is third person, so that is a slight difference. That's probably, yeah, the biggest distinction, but mm-hmm. you can definitely tell they were heavily inspired by yeah. Left 4 Dead. Like Such e- a good even game. the first like mission, you start on a roof with the guns and melee weapons kind of just laid out in yeah. front of you, Which and you go down like some stairs. Basically, the start of Left 4 Dead Two or Left, yeah, Dead, Left 1 Dead One or whichever was one the second it was. One. Yeah. But you play as a squad of four. Um, each of the four people can like there's i guess three or four different sets of characters that you play as depending on the campaign that you were playing through right um and each one of them i think there's like six or seven different like character classes that you can pick from that each come with like a special ultimate power and like grenades i think is that is probably the biggest the yeah. second biggest difference versus like perspective is that mm-hmm. the characters have classes versus it's yeah. not just aesthetic like yeah, and it, it influences like your starting weapons, but the you can change those almost immediately. The main thing right. that it's going to impact is like uh, like the medic. I think can make people faster or perform actions faster or something <laughs> like that. Um, they've got like a demolitions guy who can blow things up with like his special grenades and that sort of thing. Um, so that's that's kind of like the biggest thing. I I personally. From what we've played, I, I didn't really notice a huge impact from any of that. From the um, classes? You from mean, the classes. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, you're not usually using that stuff. I feel like we played a full, like, campaign together, like a mm-hmm. like the first campaign. Yeah, New York. And maybe if you continue on and keep kind of upgrade, like, stick yeah. to one class and upgrade it, mm-hmm. maybe the differences are more pronounced yeah. towards the end of the game. But yeah, I didn't really notice any real boosts or, or special things yeah. based on who I picked. Yeah, oh, and it felt like it was designed intentionally that way too so that you didn't have, there wasn't a, like a meta that you had to fall into. Right. And like, yeah. well, you're going to lose this mission because you don't have this specific, this specific class in it or something like that. And so they have special zombies in this one. Mm-hmm. So they have like um, the bloater... Yeah. And the tank and the witch and no, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna use interchange. I think the entire time we played, we basically just called them by their Left for Dead names yeah, or their state of the game names. So pretty much the same. The main thing, even though Left for Dead did kind of have waves of hordes, yeah, this is all about like how many zombies can we put on screen? Cause pretty that much. was how the movie was with those yeah. like crazy walls of zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of their gimmick in yeah. this game and it's pretty cool yeah because like the first time you see it like you get out to like it opens into this mall courtyard basically mm-hmm. um and like the army helicopters like fly by and then all of a sudden you see like just thousands of zombies pour out of all of these buildings and start running towards you and they start like building up onto like building a wall up to climb up to where you're at and it's it gets super intense, uh, but it's super cool. We were playing on like normal. I, yeah, I right. would imagine it gets even more intense the higher on difficulty. higher difficulties. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it was really cool. I for, feel like it's underappreciated for how good it. Like, yeah. you hear World War Z and you think, okay, mediocre movie, licensed game. This thing is going to be trash. 
Yeah, but it's actually good. Like, I wouldn't say that it's game of the year or anything's like super spectacular, but it's yeah. very solid. Yeah, and if you're looking for more Left for Dead, you know, it's it scratches that itch very well. The one problem, Left for Dead lets you do local multiplayer. It did. World War Z, you have to play like online yeah. to do multiplayer. And that's, I mean, a smaller developer, they mm-hmm. can only do what they can do. But that, yeah. that is... And putting that many zombies on screen twice twice yeah i can see how that would be but i feel like that would have been if they could have made it work yeah that would have been a huge selling point for that game Um, because like tom said we played the first campaign Mm -hmm. um i watched my little brother play a little bit of like the second campaign um and that seemed pretty cool it was like you were escorting some scientist guy it was like an escort so yeah and you had to keep him alive so so it was kind of like it wasn't just your standard left for dead like Mm-hmm. Pull this lever, noise will happen, zombies yeah. will rush you for like five minutes until the helicopter Pull shows the mob, up. Clear it, move on. Yeah. Which is kind of what the first campaign was a lot of. With like there it was just kind of like open this gate so the train can get through and you had to right. kind of defend it for five yeah. minutes. So it did seem like there were other objectives other than just like your standard make a loud noise, defend this point. And then I watched my brother play some of the multiplayer as well. Um, which seemed kind of cool. So it was like team deathmatch, two teams of like four and there were zombies on the match and then, or on the map. And then every minute or two, there would be like a horde wave that would come through. And so not only were you having to try to like fight the other players, but you were also having to like not get killed by the zombies that were there as well. Was Uh, it like score based or did you have one life or it was score based um at least the team deathmatch that sounds pretty cool yeah Um, we should we should play that again yeah so maybe once we figure out how to get video content rolling yeah (laughs) do some stuff with that game because i do feel like it's underappreciated yeah like it's it's definitely one that i thought was pretty cool um and if you have game pass i mean you've already paid for the game you might as well check it try it yeah um especially if you're into left for dead or this what you've heard seems kind of cool to you if you're not you know there's plenty of other great stuff on game pass go check that out instead but this whole presentation has just made me want to revisit left for dead i mean that's fair too that's you can put it is backwards compatible at least left for dead 2 which has all the dlc that gives you left for dead 1 so if you really just want more left for dead even as a baby gamer like i would just do the left for dead 2 campaigns so this game pass report Go replay Left 4 Dead. Yeah, no. brought to you by <laughs> Valve never putting out a game with a three in the title. So. But yeah, seriously, check out World War Z. It's yeah. good. It's a good game. Cool. Well, now we're going to move on to our final segment. It's our fun little closing game. So, Aubrey, you're hosting this week. I am. What do you got for us? So, I'm doing the rating game, basically, where um, you go through and whoever's hosting the game will look up several games on the ESRB website, mm-hmm. pull the rating down, and then some of the description that they use as a way to describe the game, and the person has to guess the game based on the description of the game. I have seven games that I've pulled here. 
So it's an it's an odd number that's not divisible by three, so we shouldn't tie. Now, question that I also asked Joe when See. he did this when we were kind of piloting. Uh, is it who guesses first? Are you just kind of going to like read through it and whenever we get it, we get it? Or is it like you're going to read a bullet, we each get one guess, and then like depending on how long it takes someone to get it, the points diminish? That's how I did it when I first attempted it, but curious how um, you're going to do the scoring. I'm going to keep it simple because I'm a couple drinks in, and what it's going to be is I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to be honest here, guys. Aren't we all? A couple three. Um, couple three. Okay, so, so you're just going to kind of yeah, read through it. I'll, and then... I'll read off what it's rated, what it's why it's rated that way, and then you guys can guess based off that, and then... If throw guesses out there. Gotcha. And then I'll keep reading descriptions. So first to get it gets a point, basically. Yeah, first to get yeah. it gets a point. Cool. And then, yeah, seven total points okay. available. And whoever has the most at the end of this. Animal Crossing New Leaf. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> All right. So the first game is rated M for... Doom 2. <laughs> wow. Blood, drug reference, sexual content, strong language, and violence. This is... Oh. GTA Five? No. That, I, I mean, that's every game. Yeah, that's every game. <laughs> Keep going. Game. Drug reference, though. That's. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, is a healing stim uh, a drug? True, true. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Okay. Some enemies emit large splashes of blood when shot, particularly with headshots. Okay. Uh, yeah. Several enemies lie stagnant in pools of blood. Uh huh. That's it. Um. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh, the LA game. Noir. <laughs> no. Oh, that's a good one. The game contains themes of illicit drug use, addiction, and trafficking, often focal points to the branching storylines. You have to remember who, who picked these yeah. games. I'm just now realizing it could be some sort <laughs> I know, of. This is all stuff that I had, like, I had to think of games to look up. So. What's the. Life is Strange? No. I don't know the story yeah. of that game. <laughs> um, no, there either. are no headshots in Life is Strange. Uh, what's the one with the wolf, the big bad wolf? Uh, big B. Wolf uh, Among Us? Yes. No. I don't think there's headshots in that either, but well, I could I've be wrong. I played the first episode, and there was definitely Princess whatever her name is, his head. That's true. <laughs> so Princess Snow White? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she a princess? <laughs> yeah. It's been like uh, Gears of War. <laughs> no. Okay. Players use assault rifles, submachine guns, shotguns, and pistols to kill humans, robots, and aliens in the frenetic uh, third-person firefights. Third-person. Robots. Third-person per- third firefights. I mean, I want to say like Division 2, but... You, could, you do kill robots in that, but not aliens true aliens oh uh mass effect oh two yeah yeah dang it i was about to come out the woodwork and say it yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is not weighted at all towards abby well i mean i did look at it because i didn't think i was going to be part of this but just the first one i didn't scroll yeah so i didn't cheat that much (laughs) eventually i think give it away was the um <clears throat> players can also choose to have romantic encounters with the alien slash human henchman characters. And would have been like, oh, Garrus. They describe <laughs> your team building on the ESRB as henchmen. henchmen. <laughs> only if you're playing Renegade, which only like 2% of people played. <laughs> Tali is one of my henchmen. 
Okay. A joke half the table so. gets. <laughs> Mass Effect is a popular franchise. Yes, I'm sure okay. people out there will appreciate so, that. Point to Andrew. Cool. The next game is rated T. Ah, interesting. I know it's a little harder for some reason. For crude humor, <clears throat> sexual themes, and violence. Uh, hmm. Every game. Uh, <laughs> bully. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, characters maintain their health and hygiene through eating, exercising, bathing, and using the toilet. Death Stranding, <laughs> but no. That's right I'm trying to think of a tea game that does that. You do get to make Norman Reedus use the toilet. So it is. What was that Barbie game? Drink Barbie lots Princess? of <laughs> Barbie and the Twelve Dancing Princesses? No, at no point do you use That's the like toilet in that game. That's like an E-game, E-10 at most. <laughs> Um, some interactions lead to fighting, which uh-huh. is depicted by sounds of struggle and partially obscured fight cloud effects. Undertale? Never played no. it. Players can socially interact with characters to build relationships and are free to pursue more intimate encounters, such as the ability to kiss, hug, or engage in try for baby and mess around the with s- other characters. The Sims. <laughs> One, two, three, or four. I was going to guess four, Life is yeah. Strange again. <laughs> Try for baby. That <laughs> right. gave it away. Point for Dylan. Yeah, actually, when I was on the ESRB website. You didn't want to just use woohoo. <laughs> I actually had to go through all of the stuff packs and all of the expansion packs. They are all rated on the ESRB Ooh, website. Wow. Yeah. That's where EA puts their resources. Not yeah. Yeah. What you got next? The next game is also rated T for blood, language, suggestive themes, use mm. of tobacco, and violence. The word <laughs> and are heard in the dialogue. <laughs> my white claw almost came out of my nose. <laughs> oh, my God. And I admitted to being married. <laughs> Hey, we're getting those ad dollars now, sponsored yeah. by White Claw. Uh, yeah, no, right. no, I we're would. not. No, I'll, look, I'll take it. Any sponsorship, sponsor us. I, that was not specific enough. Yeah, it's rated what? I forgot T- the T- first one when rated we did T- the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> what? All right. Firefights are highlighted by realistic gunfire, large explosions, and blood spatter effects. That's rated T. This is rated T? It is rated T. Uh, think of games... Aubrey has played. It just surprises me a little bit. Uh, um, Tomb Raider. Uh, no. That's um, the new ones. They all are? Yeah, that's true. They're pretty graphic. She gets impaled. Truth. <laughs> yeah. They kept that for the movie. I know we're like a week late. Spoilers. For this, but... Oh, wait. Joe said spoilers don't matter. <laughs> As players explore international locations and ancient ruins, they use pistols, machine oh. guns, rocket launchers, and grenades to kill various enemies. Uncharted. Yeah, it's the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. <sighs> I was so close. I just you were. I leaned into the Aubrey angle too much. Yeah, and picked an M-rated game like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so that's another point for Dylan. All right, come on, Abby, catch up. I'm very much trying right now, but <laughs> All right, next game, rated M, for blood and gore, intense violent violence and language. Hellblade. <laughs> So I'm I'm reading this. I just copy pasted from the ESRB website. So 
Consumers might also wish to know that the game includes profanity such as <laughs> and <laughs> However, it is the intense violence, the blood and gore that are the primary factors for the mature rating. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> Bladed melee weapons and direct hits from rifles, shotguns, etc. Yeah. cause decapitation or dismemberment. Intense depictions include piles of the infected in a pool of blood along the roadside, intestines spilling out of abdominal wounds, zombie gibbs shooting in all directions, charred innards, and skeletal bits, and unclaimed torsos. Left for dead. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, tell me that it was brought up. Yeah, it's left for dead too. The more yeah. like specific info was groups to one to four players later on, and then, yeah. In a distinctly southern United States. <laughs> That's got to be on the ESRB. <laughs> it is, yeah. Just distinctly in case you're worried southern. about those southerners. Yeah. In this first person shooter set in the afternoon. <laughs> God, I want to replay those games now. Okay. The next game is rated E10. Oh, God. For cartoon violence, comic mischief, and suggestive themes. Ah. Players punch, kick, and perform super attacks against cartoony opponents to knock them off platforms. Super Smash Brothers. Do I have to name the specific one it is? Just say Ultimate. because Ultimate? It's yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so the suggestive themes were from during the course of the game, players can unlock 2D character art that depicts female characters in revealing outfits. Also, Zero Suit Samus. And there Bayonetta. is also that, yeah. And all the like shirtless guys too, right? Let's not forget what Shulk. I don't. Captain Falcon has a low cut suit. Shulk can be straight up shirtless. I think. I come on, know. he's your main. You should mm. know this. I... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking me back to being like 13 and playing Sphinx and. Stop. <laughs> What's next? Next, uh, the next game is rated M for blood and gore, intense violence, and strong language. As they tend to be. Yeah. See. Combat is highlighted by frequent blood splashes, cries of pain, and slow motion effects. Max Payne. No. <laughs> that face. That has slow motion in it. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, some scenes contain images of impaled or charred corpses. Uh, this is Hellblade. This is Senua Hellblade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to guess... Tomb Raider, but yeah. I like how we're on the Aubrey wavelength now, though. <laughs> we're like, all right. Look, I had to think of games, because I know last time, like previous times we've played this game, God of War has come up, you know, like big games It's also confusing because we up. played it twice on episodes that didn't actually get published. Yeah. There is also that. So. All right, and the last game, because Andrew has three and Dylan has three. So if Abby gets this one, there can be a tie. Oh, snap. If Abby gets this one, she wins. <laughs> Very <Okay>. true. <laughs> okay. This game is also rated M for blood and gore, drug reference, intense violence, and strong language. Ah, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't really narrow that down yeah, too much. What else? A handful of cutscenes depict enemy characters shot at close range. Okay. Large blood splatter effects occur when characters are hit. Okay. Red Dead Redemption 2. The words and can be heard in the dialogue. 
trying to decide if I'm going to edit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> shakes his head every time I cut. Aubrey's making it difficult. Because <laughs> you, you could have very easily said the F word and the S word. <laughs> Uh, one level depicts a demonic lair covered in dismembered human corpses, scattered limbs, and pools of blood are prominent. I'm trying to think of another Aubrey game that... It's maybe one we have not played. <laughs> maybe this is Tomb Raider. <laughs> I don't remember Tomb Raider having demonic layers, but I could be wrong. I mean, the movie does. Yeah. What's I don't know. <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. Is anybody actually guessing, or are we just throwing this around? I said Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's not Rise okay, of the Tomb Raider. Next. But it is a Tomb Raider game. Player. Tomb Raider 1. <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It's the first Tomb Raider game. <laughs> I actually remember it distinctly, that, that moment where I went, ooh, yeah, she's got all the diseases now. Because at about like the final uh, third of the game, like you fall and, and you yeah. just land in this It's right after you get stabbed with, through the stomach. Yeah, so you're covered in open wounds and you're in this lake of bodies. Kind of like, like in Hellblade. She I'm like, noticing a theme here. Yeah, it's either like E10 or intense gore. I love Animal Crossing, but I also like to fall into pits of I blood also love and Hellblade. skulls. And- yeah, and she like rises out and there's like blood like dripping down her face. And it's like, oh, she has all of the hepatitis <laughs> and AIDS. <laughs> and so on that else. note, does that mean Dylan won? Dylan won. All right. Congratulations, Dylan. Thank you. You stole it right out from underneath I'm me. sorry. <laughs> Gosh. I know. She was so close. I was so close. It was actually kind of tight. Three to four. Yeah, that was good. I tried to fit an Ace Attorney game in, but the only one that actually had descriptions in it was Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton. Mm. We may have to go to Peggy, too. Like the European Oh, that, that'd board. be a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Because mm. they may have some They have more descriptions, yeah. yeah. Cool. So you got anybody have anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Any closing thoughts? I love Animal Crossing. Go buy it. Yeah, we all literally turned off our switches to record this. And <laughs> just itching jonesing. Turn them back on. So with that, this has been another episode of Level Playing Field. Thank you, Abby. Thank you, Aubrey. And thank you, Dylan, for joining me. I'm Andrew Kimball, and I've been your host. I want to thank everyone for checking us out. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing us with your friends. Just a quick reminder that if you have questions, topic suggestions, or criticism, send us an email at lpfgamespodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out on our social media pages with anything you think could make the show better. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. See ya. (laughs) Team, don't say goodbye. (laughs) Gonna steal his thing.